Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous. You're listening to The Darren Green Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Darren Green Show. I'm your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. So what's going on? Life. And I'm excited. Hmm. Well, be sure to hit that subscribe button to give us a rate review if you can. And as always, follow me at TDGS Media on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube page. That is The Darren Green Show. Be sure to hit tap the bell to get notified. And yeah, we're here. All the things we're here. Most we are five time. episodes away from a hundredth from our hundredth episode. Isn't that great? Like a hundred episodes. Can anybody? Can a lot of people say they got a hundred episodes? Okay. Wow. Child, a lot of people got like twenty. Did they stop because they ain't get the downloads? But they ain't want to keep on going. We are here. We gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Like I'm trying to think. Do I want to bring like a cake or like? Gonna do shots, so we gonna have like child. We gonna I don't know what podcast, right? <laughs> in this bitch sauced. Oh, could we have it at your place then? You know, I can supply some things. Hmm. So we, so we, we could. I mean, I don't know. We could I mean, we can get. Here. I can get my um, because being that it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be like a. Oh, but we gotta go live. We could. I mean, we I still could. I can. I can get my like. I can get my um my Yeti Pro, and then that can that can get everybody in the room. We can see what we can do, whatever we need to do. It'll be like a little, you know, a little mix know. up thing. We can do that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, we go got live people. From we the got dollhouse, honey. Yeah. Yes. Right. Live from the dollhouse. We got people in the chat. Be sure to hit, you know, comment. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is episode ninety five. I'm really proud of myself for doing this because I, I, I'm a person that's not consi- consistent mm-hmm. with things. Like I always like if if I don't see it, then I. I give up on things, but this is the right. first time I actually like just kept it going and I kept on doing episodes and I see the downloads, you know, shout out to the 30. Yeah. The first 30 that, uh, that, that download the episodes throughout the duration of the week. Um, but we had a lot of downloads last episode. Did we? Yeah. And I actually listened back and I don't know. You ever get it? Like, I feel like as a con as, as content creators, like we look back at our, our stuff and it's like, Oh my God, this is like really bad. But then I, I looked at it again with a different mindset. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is what am I? What was I saying? Like this shit is lit. Like yo, it's litty. It's litty. Okay, because you're comfortable in what you're doing now, and I think yeah. that you know we're, we're we have fun mm-hmm. um, with the topics we talk about. We get passionate about what, our different perspectives, and I think that's what people like. People want to be able to engage in conversations where their opinions will be heard, whether it's to them or to you, to you, you know, mm-hmm. and just like. Just by because this is how we're supposed to talk and right. get things out and just enjoy the world that we're in. There's so much crazy shit going on. So this is fun. I'm glad that I get a chance to escape every week to just dibble and dabble. I think it's like I, every time we record, I feel like it's like a holiday. It's like my like the Darren Green Show day. Like it's like it you know, I get really excited, you know, talking about the topics and reaching out to the the folks, to the people, to the people. We're here for the people. If you are listening live, be sure to share, 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 share to um, your friends, to your timelines, whatever. We are on Periscope. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Um, 
just trying to grow our little our little show. You get what I'm saying? We're everywhere, honeys. We're everywhere, honey. But what is going on? What was going on this pe- uh, previous week with you? Um, this week has been relatively relatively quiet. I don't think there's anything really new with me besides, mm-hmm. you know. I know. Yeah. You know, Instagram got a little lit. We got to get into oh, it. Monday. Uh, do we? Yes. Um, yes. Because it went public. Uh, hello. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Monday. Mm. Um. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monday, my boyfriend mm-hmm. posted a Man Crush Monday story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then um, I got notifications from my, some of my friends who follow him or whatever. They're like, yeah, I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I thought they were talking. I had literally had just made a post about my music. Right. So I didn't know what they were talking about. And they started dropping his hashtags. And I went to Instagram and saw that he had made a post, um, like a post on his main page. And so I was like, oh, shit, we really are public now. Well, and then I made mine. And it's just been like a week of, you know, congratulatory messages and, you know, people... Um, you know, just happy for us both. And we have a lot of mutual friends, some who knew that we were dating um, and some who didn't. Mm-hmm. And so th- seeing how surprised they were like, wait, well, I didn't see that coming. Like, I didn't see well. that. Well, right. Well, boom, here it is. Yeah, shut up in. Right. Well, no, I mean, um, I think it's a beautiful thing, especially mm-hmm. during all this, this shit that's going on that people got some bit of joy and like some, yeah. some hope. Some I saw a comment on Instagram where somebody was like, wow, um, there is hope, you know, like there's so much happening. And even during a pandemic where people are literally battling anxieties and going through these feelings of being alone and yeah. uh, isolated and, you know, so I, I do feel really blessed that this year when it seemed like everything else around us in the world was like crumbling, uh, this has probably been one of the most exciting and rewarding years I've had in a long time, mm-hmm. whether it came to like my career stuff or like just putting on the music creatively and artistically. Um, and ironically, I, romantically, I think that the pandemic mm-hmm. allowed us to have the space to kind of figure out what we wanted and yeah. get a chance to know each other more intimately. And it ultimately came down to a decision of is, do we want to do this? Is like, and he was like, you're my person. I was All like, right. well. Well, I'm proud for you. I'm happy for go. you. I'm happy for you. I love to see love go on. I love to see love in the same-sex relationship community. Okay. I love love anyway. Like, just yeah. anybody. Just being Because it's, it's, it's a stigma behind, you know, same-sex relationships. Like, is it? Last or it's just, they be hating. <laughs> it's going to last. But I think that's any yeah. relationship at this point. I think for two people, I, and I think as an advocate for LGBTQ mm-hmm. um our community in general, we have this idea. And I think I've spoken about this on the show about how, um, how we have this, this feel for instant gratification. Mm. There's so much going on only fans and you got Twitter freak Twitter and you got people hopping in your DMS on Instagram and thrust right. trap and all this kind of stuff. Like to be able to come to a point where you're like, actually I can, you, you know, it's there, but to mm. disengage, you're like, no, like I, what I want for my future is I want something stable I want to be in a relationship that, that I can build, like I can build something mm-hmm. in and like be secure in without all that other stuff like being in the way. And I was like, I, for a while that I didn't think I would, was going to find that. Mm-hmm. I didn't honestly. And I kind of got an okay with it. Like, I mean, this generation you know, 
is is just like it's it's I wouldn't I'm not gonna say this is like the whole generation or anything like that, but it's like we're more open to different things and different types of relationships. But marriage and or be having a life partner is not a big thing anymore. Like people are not. I mean, I, I think that people are, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people put up this facade, and I think because they've been hurt by other people, so they hurt other people. Yeah, and those hurt people hurt other hurt people. other people. And yeah, it goes it's a cycle. And you know, and sometimes it to <laughs> it takes a while to break that cycle. Like I, I've been single yeah. for four years, and I can say I can honestly say I was a hurt person, and I don't know if I was intentionally hurting other people. I try to be conscious of mm-hmm. of my interactions with with folks, and um, very conscious of like the I won't say the story I want them to take away. Like I don't want people to walk away from me feeling um, worse or yeah. or 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 anything than they were when when I they engaged with me initially. Um, but it is true. Like there are a lot of people out there who are walking around with unhealed traumas. Like I know there are some things that that I'm still working on. That mm-hmm. I think I said it today. Like. I don't want my past or my past traumas to poison my future with, you know, mm-hmm. possibly someone who's made me the happiest I've felt in, in a long time. So right. that's something I have to be conscious of. And Just I think dive on in. Yeah, and a lot of us mm-hmm. who, a lot of people who moving into relationships or the the barrier of moving into a relationship is because of those things. Like you don't want to get in that vulnerable space with another person because you've been hurt so many times before by people and you're like, you don't want to deal with that again. And, um, so it's easier to be out there and just to right. have, you know, get your sex where you need to get your sex from, mm-hmm. keep your emotions guarded and just kind of move in that way. But I knew for me that wasn't healthy for me. I okay. can't, I can't be my full, if I can't be my full self, I'm not happy. Yeah. So if I'm going to be my full self, that means that I have to be able to emotionally express. I have to be able to maintain an emotional connection. I have to be able to have my sexual needs met. I have to be able to have my financial needs met and I have to be able to, you know, do all the things that make me happy. All of the things. And then being once you once you once you're able to sustain yourself and make yourself happy, finding someone else who makes themselves happy and they want to share that happiness with you, mm-hmm. that's where the blessing is. Right. So it's not about looking for someone to make you happy. It's about like finding your happiness and then having someone who wants to share that with you. It's an amazing thing. And I'm I'm really happy where I'm where I'm at or where I landed. Oh, all right. I know. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. No, I'm just saying we'll see. We'll, we'll you see. know, because we'll see a whole lot. We, I mean, you ain't gonna see a lot, a lot, but um, mm-hmm. you know, now you know, now you know, you know. Now what I was doing? Yeah, what, what was your week like? Child, ugh, just in, I'm in and off. I thought I heard something. Anyway, I'm in and off the uh, semester. The semester's going by really fast. Oh, yeah, might I add, we're like. A couple of weeks to go, and um, you know, I was just I, I was start I was trying to trying to start new things. Um, I started a low carb diet. Oh, 
You yeah. cut out bread and potatoes and stuff? Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been trying. Okay. Um, I want to eventually get into the keto diet, but I know that with the keto diet, you have to really like, you got to cook your own stuff because you can't rely on like store-bought stuff because it's not. Because it's processed. It's processed and, and all that stuff. So I said before, okay, so when I get to a space where I have access to a kitchen and resources for like groceries and stuff like that, I'll start the keto diet. But for now, I'm going to start off with the low-carb diet. Right. Just eating less carbs, trying to get rid of those breads, not eating them pop tarts every, you know, because you no, know, them pop tarts come handy. They, them things come handy job. Pop tart in my bag. My biggest <laughs> problem is when I come home, because it's like you know, oh, grandma cooked and you know she made this, this, and that, and this. You know, you don't want to miss out on grandma food, child. Right. So it's it's gonna be tough, but I want to do this not only because of vanity, you know, because I want to lose weight or anything like that, but I do. You know, notice that I've been, you know, when I eat stuff that's not, like, good for me, like, you feel it. Like, you feel, like, like when I eat, like, for example, like, I was eating salads today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I mean. And my stomach, my, my like, my body after, you know, sometimes we eat something that's bad, like, you feel it in your stomach. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, ugh. Like, you get the bubble guts and all that. I'm like, I don't really like that feeling. Like, you know, I like, you know, after you eat a salad or something that's healthier or less in carb, like, I feel better. Like, it doesn't, you know, you get what I'm saying? Do y'all get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm just starting to, you know, like I said, do this low-carb diet and see see where it takes me, I guess, essentially. Well, I hope that you get where you're going and you meet your goal. Just stay committed to it. If Mm -hmm. you commit to your diet like you commit to the show, then you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 I commit to this this damn show, child. Look, honey. Um, Like, I really think about our show, like, like five days like it'd be, I'd be it'd be monday i'm like oh my god so wonder what we're gonna talk about what, like how are we gonna address this without you know it's cool yeah so yeah you're right all right well look at that well it's been a week it's been uh interesting an uh, interesting week for us all yes it has since last time i saw you actually the the next day we finally got who was president who was gonna be our president thank you lord and it was biden Woo! <laughs> bang bang Trump's head exploded We love to see one. it We loved huh That was Trump's head exploding That was Trump's head exploding Exactly uh, Like I, like we said before um, Yeah he he won And Yeah Trump's head exploded and He wants to He wants to He wants to recount He wants all the things He wants all the things with no, with no No uh, No evidence to support his claims, but he wants to continue with the recount. So he made Georgia recount, or he's he's making. I mean, mean, all he can do is file a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Most of them have been getting thrown out, but to appease him, the um, Secretary of State and the election officials are the order recount. They're going to recount all the votes by hand. Mm -hmm. What I'm hoping is that when they do that, they find more Biden votes (laughs) uh, to extend his lead in Georgia because. You know, Donald Trump is just proving that he's a sore loser. And I think yeah. that the people that buy into this whole, oh, it was a, it was rigged. Wait a minute. It wasn't rigged when you when he ran and won last time. It yeah. wasn't rigged. Hello. When there was when it was proven that there was Russian interference in the election. It well, that was proven like there was there was evidence that it had been. I mean, he fought for that claim that there was, you know, something but, going on with the votes. He that the. the it was an rigged. election if that we he lose. Won. It was right. So if it was so, rigged now, it wasn't rigged when you won. Okay. Um, and also, like, I think that it's kind of weird for like Trump supporters at this point to to kind of fall into this. Like, oh, it was 
to, to echo what he's saying when there is no evidence of, of, of widespread fraud. Um, however, there are 26 women that have accused him of sexual assault with evidence. Ooh. And y'all don't believe them. Check yourselves. You're going to jail, Trump, that way. There are so many different legal things he's, he's going to have to face once he gets out of office. Child. I don't think I don't think any judge, uh-huh. even the ones he appointed, I don't think anyone's going to take any of this 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 election stuff seriously. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is very petty. He is trying to cripple the the next uh, administration by not allowing them to have access to a um, a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, he's going to act an ass on that inauguration. I don't think he's coming. I don't think Donald Trump is this is an embarrassment and a blight on his on his legacy because mm-hmm. I feel like him running him running was to get back at Obama for what he said at the press at the press um, dinner. Uh-huh. And, you know, he don't even he don't even let them have those anymore. Um, and so you're, just, you're lucky I didn't I didn't uh, run against you because you would have been a one term president. I'm like, oh, not foretelling. Barack Obama won both his elections <laughs> um, anyway. So, and that's probably another thing. Like, if I was Trump, I would be embarrassed. Like that, that Are you not embarrassed? Yeah. How embarrassing? This is very embarrassing. This is very embarrassing. <laughs> Are you not embarrassed? I would be embarrassed. He is embarrassed. Honey, like, you seen them photos when he was walking out the White House and stuff? I was like, oh, sis is, sis is tight. He is I can't. upset. Well. But whatever. We just ready for you to go. You, ready for your you, crime, yeah. you and your family, they can go. Mm-hmm. And your supporters can. What they what they were telling us? If you don't, this is America. And right. if you don't like it, you can go. You can go. But well, no, we just want to be safe. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, Joe Biden and Kamala won. What do you mean about safe? We just want to be safe. We don't. We're, Donald Trump is, does not. He's not the picture of a safe America. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I he's not. You, I thought you were talking about, like, the mega's response to this. No, whole. we want to be safe. Like, we want to we want yeah. America to, to, to be responsible. Mm-hmm. We want to appear to be respectful. Like, if that's the future we want, we need to have leaders in place that are going to lead by example, and Donald Trump doesn't do that. Donald Trump is like the hubris and arrogance, all the negative traits of mm. a of a, a bullying nation, and that's not who we want. That's not who we want to be anymore. Yeah. We don't want to represent that. And uh, America has has voted like seventy five million people. One thing I noticed when uh, I found out when we all found out that Biden won, we've seen people in the streets celebrating, and it's just like it's different factions. You know, people with mm-hmm. rainbow flags. I've seen like a couple of. Uh, BLM Black Lives Matter flags mm-hmm. like they all came together and was dancing and singing and stuff I was like oh my god goodness I'm like oh my god this is unity you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying um, we wasn't like this for so long I mean we just been fighting each other people were dancing in yeah. the freaking street to get mm-hmm. rid of this president America yeah. has never he was because he was bragging we've never seen this before America we have Trump, people with Trump flags 90 cars 90 miles mm-hmm. caravans like yeah and you also had that many people out you ain't never seen as many people out in the street celebrating the downfall this is like watching yeah. another country when their dictators get removed oh hello it was like the message end, it was I'm the ending saying. of Star Wars honey when they killed the emperor and everybody was all oh, everybody was happy and stuff it's sad, but we, yeah. we but where are he gonna go? Because he ain't gonna stay in the country. Well, uh, hopefully he leaves and never come back. Go ahead. The Republican go, Party wants him go, to go. Help go his go live with your your boy uh, Putin. Because you know they best friends. Yeah, Putin said he's stepping down. He got Parkinson's child. <laughs> what? Oh, I heard about that. I oh, was you, like, oh, you, you, you get a dodge now. You didn't change, but they changed the law in Russia so that he could be in power for the rest of his life. Uh, once he steps out for president, he could be in a different like ministering role. 
the rest of his life. I thought it was weird too that they call him president. I'm like, oh, I thought he was a dictator, but okay. Well, you know, he's the leader. I mean, y'all have a democracy. I didn't know that. But anyway, <sighs> whatever. Let's start for it because you know we Russia, do got, Russia we, be rushing. We rushing. do we do have some Russian listeners, honey. That's fine. We love Russia. y'all. Yeah, we love we, y'all. We, we pray the best for all of you, well, Where, wherever I'm, you're listening yeah. from. We thank you for listening to mm-hmm. us, and we pray that you are safe and that right. the world gets better for you too uh, during this pandemic. Uh, and for other people are making the best of this pandemic too, because a lot of um, a lot of the people that we cover aren't even able to go make money like they used to anymore. They can't do concerts or live shows or Broadway. So what's going on in the world of entertainment? So they got to do other stuff. Like what? On that demon time, I might start our OnlyFans. OnlyFans. So Chris <laughs> Brown, Chris Breezy, mm. started the OnlyFans. Mm. Uh, so did Mario, the, sing- the uh, R&B singer Mario. Are they going to be dropping dick or not? Because that's that, what the it's... people want to know. That's what the people want to know. No, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've seen this on I've seen this on somebody else's uh, page on Instagram. I'm like, oh no, they fucking lying. I know Chris Brown, not Chris Brown. Well, we've already seen this penis. It was on Twitter five years ago. Yeah, but what's out? I don't know. You know, we in this OnlyFans climate now. It's all. It's just like so much stuff that's on Twitter right now. It's like we want more, like, and all the time. You get what I'm saying? So it's like. Yeah. It's given very much. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at vint.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit vint.co. Much that. I was I mean, supposed to start my OnlyFans last month. I mean, I'm here for a breezy. Damn. Oh well, yeah, that, about and it. that's another conversation. It's this the simple fact that, well, damn, I can't even like I, I'm competing against celebrities now. Like I'm competing against fucking I about Chris Brown and Tiger. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, but for like, the money, I guess. You're like, damn, there was, a time, come there was a time when OnlyFans was just originating. And it was just like regular people just you know showing ass. But I mean, they was making money. Wasn't really for, but OnlyFans wasn't really for regular people. OnlyFans was always created for influencers. It was always for influencers to be able to give. But see, exclusive the porn stars fans. innovated it. They it had, they, they transformed had, it and they they made it more made it a, a more popular platform. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it was originally designed for. It wasn't originally designed for sex work, but They've been able to turn it just like sex workers turn Tumblr and are now turning Twitter, Twitter and, and wherever else like sex will be in everything. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is. But the people want to know if Chris Brown's going to be dropping. Take a leg. He definitely will. I, I hope. I mean, he has I, two daughters, right? No, he has a daughter and son. He oh, he got children. Got oh, that's now. weird now. I mean, but they can't. I mean, they're young. They're not going to be long. Because I was talking. Fans. I was talking to a friend. And these some of these girls have children. They're OnlyFans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I was talking to a friend that was that was thinking about doing OnlyFans, but I was like, you got a child. Yeah, it's weird. 
Does Tiger Tiger ain't got no chick? Oh, he do got kids. Does he? He do. With Black China, don't he? Yeah. Oh, have a kid with Black China. Because <laughs> mm. like I don't. Because my whole thing is like I don't ever like. Well, it'll be it'll be the craziest things. You get into an argument with somebody at school. That's why your mama got an OnlyFans, or that's why your father got an OnlyFans. So like, you're saying is my father has supplemental income? Wow, you're a dummy. Wow. <laughs> And that's why your dad's unemployed. <laughs> Period. Your Period. mama watch it. Oh. Your dad is a subscriber to my daddy's OnlyFans. Oh. See, that, that's why See. I can't be. I'm glad oh, so I'm you not got in the, school. You got the rebuttal. Right. <laughs> that's why I'm not in school anymore because God knew what he was doing. He got to get me out early because I, man, <laughs> I'd have all the jokes. Not all the jokes. All the jokes. But yeah. So good luck to Chris so Brown and love Mario. To see it. We we I, I, we love to see it, and we hope that it all leaks because I'm not paying twenty dollars to see Chris Brown do nothing. Well, nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing. Maybe like one month. <laughs> well, just give me your password. I'll log in under yours. First of all, to hmm, hmm. child, this show might get on OnlyFans though. That's fine, hey, but not like that. Not like that. I'm like, damn, you gonna be throwing ass for the right? Because we got someone. For, uh, the, anybody? Wow. Okay. <laughs> The Darren, so on, Green, the Darren Green show for real. The Darren Green show after dark. So on this special episode, no, we're going to be, um, <laughs> I was originally going to do Patreon for the show, but I feel like uh, I have so many issues with Patreon. If it's just good to have our behind the scenes footage of videos and have it on OnlyFans. I'm going to start off having them on YouTube, but then we're going to like, hey, you know, come here, you know, for this amount of dollars a month and you can watch us behind the scenes and before we get into the show. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. You can hear, you can get all the good tea there. You can get all the good tea, honey, because we talk a lot before uh, post uh, pre production. You can say a lot of things. You probably shouldn't even say. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you get it all here. Right. Mm hmm. The good stuff. The good stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, OnlyFans is not really only for like sex stuff. I mean, Cardi yeah. B's on it. She doesn't show her ass or, or anything. Well, she probably does, but she doesn't, you know. Pornographic way. Oh, okay. Yeah. You subscribe to Cardi B's OnlyFans? I don't subscribe to Cardi B's OnlyFans, but I'm just saying she got one. Oh. And speaking of Cardi B, Child. sis had to apologize. She did. Now, as y'all know, she had a sneaker deal with Reeboks. She did. Mm-hmm. And the theme was uh what So the theme for her last shoot, um uh oh. The thing for her last shoot for was it foot foot news something like that? What it what's what's it called? You mean Reebok? No, the actual Oh uh, Hindu. No, 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 no. The actual magazine. Um, it was a cover for Footwear News, I think. And she was dressed in like this little it was like a red thing and she mm-hmm. was like um posed as Durga, who was like a, a Hindu goddess with mm-hmm. like the different arms and like the you know, y'all done seen the thing with it. But she had a shoe. And um it just came with a lot of like criticism, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because people who practice that religion were like, it was disrespectful. First of all, we don't even wear shoes when we're entering the temple and praying to our deities. Yeah. And you're out here using it to promote shoes. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, anytime you're representing somebody else's deity of a religion or another c- culture, like you have to approach it with some type of like respect, respect and like some type of decorum. And I think that people just people who are devout in their religion take mm-hmm. their, take an issue when their gods are being depicted for capital 
uh, for capital intent, like for capitalism, and like you selling shoes and you're doing all you making money off of being our goddess in dress up. Mm-hmm. Even though I think that all of it's kind of, I want to say that I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but at the end of the day, you know, these are ideas, yeah, and um, recreations. I mean, people dressing up like Christ or with their idea of what he would look like, or. Mm-hmm. Uh, Egyptian goddesses, or when I said y'all don't do that when y'all dress up on Halloween as Zeus, that was a religion, that was a religion for people. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what I mean. So, um, I mean, we are in a sensitive time where people are very guarded about. Yeah, that's that what, and that's exactly why I said I know this whole culture appropriation because I was always on the fence, even when it came to like people like white people, mm-hmm. you know, being accused of culture appropriation. Because I said I know it's gonna bite us in the ass one day because they don't have culture. Not not, th- not because they don't have culture, but it's just like someone we can. They don't okay, have a culture. It's like for example, when Nicki Minaj first came out, and mm-hmm. I don't and I don't mean to bring her up because Cardi, but I'm just saying like she was the Havajuka Juke Barbie. Mm-hmm. No one had issue with it, right? But now when she did Chun Li, there were s- murmurs of well, like people like, oh my god, that's offensive. Asian, that's offensive. Just that I'm like. But see, that's y'all generation. That's because we we like I said, we're in a sensitive time. Yeah, and it's because we're we're more aware mm-hmm. and want to want we don't want to offend people. Like, and I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing for us to have that um, to have that inside of us. Like, I literally had a conversation um, with my boyfriend and his friend uh, a couple of nights ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about my fears of uh, of the M word, which now we refer to as little people. I was made aware that you can't say the M word anymore because it offends them. And I was like, okay, well, little I, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, the M word, right? Oh. Right. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, when I was expressing, I was like, well, when I was growing up, like this is this is what we knew them as, and it wasn't anything offensive. That was just that's just what we called mm-hmm. them. But if this is the universal way to 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 acknowledge them, or got to use the D word, you know, then if this is the PC culture we're living in, then I will address based off of what they want to be addressed as, and I think that um. That falls into falls in line of like okay well let us be compassionate about what other people want and mm-hmm. feel and think, um, and I think that as Americans sometimes that can feel restrictive because like well damn I have to guard I have to monitor everything I say and yeah. do now because I you know if you offend one you offend the wrong person or you offend the wrong community like yeah, God be, bless comedians because they are really in like comedic type of yeah. content because. I think that's my saving grace. Like yeah. I'm like, well, what I'm saying is it's supposed to make you laugh. Like your gestures are supposed to make you look mm-hmm. at the world in a different lens and make you laugh at it, laughing right. at your pain and, and, and the things that can be so terribly wrong with the world just and make you digest it in a different way, in a way that's palatable to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that for things like this with Cardi B and, and other um, artists who are really just trying to go out there and make their money and, and create their art, um, you know, Cardi ain't know what she was doing. She just thought it was a cute. She probably was like, "Oh, this is gonna be cute." This oh, this is cute. Fire. You it's know, a- she was Medusa for Halloween, so you right. kind of already exactly. But you, that's what I'm saying. Like, she was Medusa for Halloween. You didn't hear the Greeks saying mm. this is disrespectful to our goddesses. Yeah, but Greek mythology is a little different, though. It's Greek mythology, mythology. and it really? was proven that it wasn't. When the last time you saw a woman with six or seven arms? <laughs> when you seen it? <laughs> I'm asking. Okay. Exactly. It's all mythology because you weren't there. You ain't never seen none of these people. Well, it's just like somebody trying to be like, we don't know what God looked like, but somebody trying to dress up like God, that would like offend a lot of Catholics, a lot of Christian people. For what? Like you don't know you look like either. 
But see, that's just that's just that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. That's right. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? I think that people take on when it comes to religion, people take ownership of these things mm-hmm. as if they created them. And it's like you didn't you didn't create God. You didn't create Jesus. You didn't right. create Hindu. You didn't create Buddhism. You didn't create none of this stuff. You can hide it in your heart. You can have mm-hmm. it in your heart and be part of who you are and what you identify as. But trying to police it with other people is just kind of weird. I just think it will get to a point where we can't do like people cannot do anything anymore. Like child like it's even when it comes to like because i used to watch family guy mm-hmm. and they i remember they made like a thing they made a, a, a joke on there it was like oh we 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 uh we 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 um what's the it was a stick it was like talking about like oh we we scaled back on the gay jokes or whatever i'm like mm. but why it was funny oh yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't think i was ever offended like it was, it, it, they never said nothing that was too out the way. Like, it, like I never got offended watching a um, family guy, even when they talked about the black jokes. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, I would say I'm glad that they gave the the Cleveland character like as actual as an actual black person that's playing Cleveland. But oh, the black person playing Cleveland now? Yeah, there was a white man that was doing his was, voice. Yeah, the one that did everybody else's voice. Yeah, yeah. But now they 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 switched it because of you know the times and stuff like that. I mean, he felt like. That's a, that's a that's a that he felt like that was in in a sense blackface mm-hmm. because he was playing a cartoon character that was black but he was he's actually white so it was good to see them do that but I feel like Family Guy is gonna get like it's gonna get like Sim, it's gonna be like the Simpsons almost like Simpsons they're they're not too racy when it comes to things mm-hmm. I mean they're not, that's what makes it not really like enjoyable now the Simpsons they look they they did. They've been here for thirty they, years. Yeah, They've exactly. Been long, long as me. But I'm just saying, like, Family Guy used to be really funny, but now I look at some of the episodes, episodes, and I'm like, mm, they can't really go to, they can't really go in too much like they used to. And that's where I'm just, I guess, I'm not, I'm not scared of the change, but I'm just like, eh, it's not gonna be that entertaining no more. Pretty soon, child. I haven't seen the episode of Family Guy. In Pretty so soon, long. we're gonna be pilgrims, honey. We're gonna be Puritans. Y'all gonna be Puritans. I'm. <laughs> Listen, I I think I, as I get older, I become more of a enlightened form of my antinomian self, and um, you kind of see the world clearly for what it is, and kind of understand like certain mechanisms that are right. designed in our society to kind of control how we react to certain things. And um, for me, it's like okay, well, I see how this is going. Mm-hmm. I know who I want to be uh, in the future, and you know what I like, what I don't like. Um, Things that I'm leery of, and I think that one thing that we all have to we all have to be careful of, especially during this crazy time, yeah. especially with this past election, mm-hmm. is like just making sure that you um, you maintain your voice and you you honor your sovereignty. And I think that in America, that's gonna be that's gonna be the fight that we're gonna be fighting for. Is like, wait a minute, I have my own sovereignty. Like, yeah. none, you don't own me. Hello, this isn't that. Like. Demanding our sovereignty over our beings, mm. the way that we think, how we, whether it's how we worship or how we engage with people, like just coming back to yourself and be like, wait a minute, I know I'm part of this big thing. I know I'm part of this bigger society. I know I'm part of this nation. I know I'm part of this world. However, at the end of the day, I am responsible, chiefly responsible mm-hmm. for me. No one outside of that has the authority to, you know, to take that away from you. And I think that's something we all need to remember in these trying times is that is remember your own sovereignty and don't let other people's shit stick to you. Uh, but I'm glad that Cardi B apologized. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, slick ass dog talking to him like that. <laughs> Remember that. Remember Take that. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm just hacking today, child. We got some good news though. We do got some good news. Uh, ah. Not ah. <laughs> Meg The Stallion uh, released on social media that her newest project, which is her first studio album, mm-hmm. Good News, will drop November 20th. Wait, now what label is she with now? Is she still with? with She's not with the label she was with. She's not with that label. She's not with them anymore? I thought she was still with the label. She just. She just had to get up. Oh well, I don't know. Well, good, 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 good for her. Yeah, I don't want to speak on nothing that we don't know, honey. <laughs> right, we're just gonna go with what we know. Um, now this is a surprise to me because I thought Fever was her first album. No, it was an EP. It was an EP. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I did not. So this is her first studio album. This is great. I mean, I'm happy for. Her. Um, I remember when I did a reaction video on YouTube, which you can check it out now. Um, I did a reaction to Fever, and that was my first experience, like listening to Meg Thee Because everybody was like, "Oh my God, listen to Meg, listen to Meg." She came out with a new project. She came out with a new project. I'm like, "Who is this girl?" Let me do. Let me do. Because I was doing my little. I was on my YouTube days. Let me do a little. Let me do a little reaction video, or whatever. And I actually enjoyed that that EP. Mm-hmm. And from there, I've been a fan of Meg. So I'll probably do another reaction video to this. Very good. Did you like Sugar? Sugar, yeah, that's what that's what I'd rather be a B I T C E. Yeah, I like that. That's what that's Savage. where Savage came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I love it. I'm happy for her. I want to. I I think I commented on that post that she made on Instagram. Like, oh yes, this is about to be a number one. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. And when I first started listening to Megan, I was like, yeah, she's really good, but she has to have that song. She need that song that's gonna catapult her. Mm-hmm. In which this is before Savage came out, and then after Savage, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she good. She good. She the new. She the new one. She's the new Supreme. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it, honey. We love to see it. Um, so good news. I mean, it was. I wonder what it's about. Is it a themed? I hope it's not like Tory Lane. They ain't gonna be listening to y'all talking about getting shot for twelve fucking songs. Right. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I wonder if this is like a response. But be. you. But you know. It could be. It could be. People are still sell. People want to know. Good news. But we'll see. I wonder if she gonna pull. Didn't a, uh, Tory Lanez just drop a, a music video for don't one? No, don't care. But <laughs> what I do wonder is if she's gonna pull a Monica and put WAP on this album. That'd be dope. We mean pull a Monica because you know Monica did the Boy Is Mine that was on Brandy's album for her Never Say Never. But then when Monica dropped her album, the name of her album was The Boy Is Mine, and she put that song on her album. So they well, I mean, WAP is 50, 50, 50 Cardi, fifty Meg because mm, yeah. I think she should. I hope so. I, hope I so. would. I, I wouldn't even call it a feature. I would I'm like, damn. Well, now Cardi that Megan's X. dropping, like, is Cardi gonna drop this year? I think Cardi's probably gonna have to wait. Cardi's probably gonna definitely gonna have to wait because she's still fighting with her label. So we'll see what happens. Damn, Cardi, when the hell are you gonna come up with this second album? I didn't even notice. I, I didn't even notice you were gone. <laughs> I don't mean to be shady. I love Cardi, um, but. Well, I we, mean, gonna, we we was waiting for the follow up after WAP. We gonna be all right. Oh no, we gonna be all right. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Since we're on um, female rappers, we, I mean, we went through the whole list. Oh, she just came out with. She was on somebody. She was on Devato's uh, album, Holy Ground. Oh, that's the song that she. Just, I gotta listen yeah, to that. I heard she the was whole singing. Song. I was like, oh, this is cute. This is and this is different. Like this is. Like you said before we started recording, it's like Nikki does everything. Everything that she comes out with is different. Mm. 
Like we would have never thought she did a song with 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 NBA YoungBoy. I would have never thought that in a million years, child. The different caliber that they're on, right? You get what I'm saying? But she did it, and it was actually pretty dope. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm happy for her. Yeah, it's crazy. Like just thinking back two short years ago when they were saying that Nikki was over and. Her run is done and all her this. I'm like, done. this lady done had a baby and putting out music every mm-hmm. couple weeks. Like, oh, and she don't promote. She don't uh, promote the other, the new girls up and come in. And has worked with most of them. Ugh, and, hello. And, and luckily, most of them have been grateful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But wow, we love to see it. We love to see it. We loved. We and love we to like see to see it. what that what our uh, godchild look like. We'll see him soon. I'm sure. Yeah. I think Nikki's gonna get a, a nice hefty bag. To reveal that baby, not a hefty bag. Oh yeah, you know it's definitely that's gonna come with a magazine cover, or uh-huh. like a story like Nicki Minaj is a mom. Like, <laughs> what's not to love? Yes, and I think she doesn't have a nanny because she was like, they were, I, I seen somewhere in the article that says she was like, she's like literally giving all of her attention to her child, which is to you the know, baby. That's good. Oh, that's really good. Good for her. We're happy to see it. We love to see it. We love to see. We can't it. wait till you come back. <laughs> I know we'll be right here. We'll be right here waiting. We're, we're, we're on standby. <laughs> <laughs> we're standing back and standing by. The barbs are on stand back and stand by. But let me tell you who's not standing back and standing by. Who? Viola Davis. Oh God, what's going on? Shout out to Viola Davis. So in a recent interview she did with InStyle, she speaks uh, for demanding her worth in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Now, essentially. She said in quotes, I want, you know, I want to get expected the same filet mignon as my white actress get. She did a whole quote Filet talking mignon. about like how black actresses get like the leftovers. Or oh, leftover roles, like leftover, leftover roles. roles. Hmm. And this is like the th- third maybe time she speaks out about this. I remember before, I remember she um, talked about how, you know, if I get, if I'm, the black Meryl Streep, I need to be getting, I need to get paid. I need to give Meryl Streep's money. And okay. I need to be looked at as, as one of the leading female actresses. I think. And we look at Viola Davis. She is a exceptional. She has actress. the range. She has the range. So, you know, this is her saying this is, I don't even think she's even speaking for herself because I think she has those roles. Like, I don't think she has any leftover roles. I think maybe, maybe she thinks whatever role she gets, she makes it her own and we appreciate. Yeah. And I think that, Right, and I think that um, she might be talking to... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Int.co. The other black actresses, because we don't really see we don't really see them a lot. 
it's not a lot that are doing a there is is we get to a point where we see the same like four or five yeah. things. Like, you know, we got Regina King out mm-hmm. here slaying the game. You got Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. Viola Davis. You know, Carrie Washington was in that mix for a while. And um you have a lot of uh, some some of the new newer black female faces. I look forward to seeing um like Yahar about, Shahidi, she's probably gonna end up blowing a little more in the next couple of Ryan Destiny, years. the girl from Star, she was Ryan Destiny. Yeah, she's a good actor, actress. Um, so I think that Viola Davis is in a, in a great position because she's one of those actresses that carries her roles mm-hmm. very well. She is an Oscar award winning actress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are two different fights going on in Hollywood about women demanding the same amount of pay as their male co-stars. And now it's also about black women being um, treated and, and, and commanding the same type of mm-hmm. roles that their white counterparts do. My issue with what she's saying is that for some of the stories, because, you know, I understand being a black actor or a black actress in Hollywood, you want to be able to compete for those, those you know, those high-paying, you know, um, studio films. Like, you want those roles that Meryl Streep's going to get in because you know they're going to get great backing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and you want to be in those roles and be considered for those things. However, as a black actress, like when people are writing things, some people, the writers for those studios, they, they consider your race for those movies. They consider like, well, if we cast a black person, this now goes from it just being a love story or it goes from it being, you know, a story, just a, just a story to now being a, a race story mm-hmm. about an interracial couple. Or now it goes into being something else like. Race is heavily politicized in our country right now. Um, yeah. So, like you said, you think she's talking to bl- other black actors. I'm like, if nothing else, we should be fighting for black writers to start getting those the same amount of money that the oh, white okay. writers are exactly. getting so that they can pay black actresses that much. Because, or the, or the studios. Like, that's why we're looking to people like Tyler Perry and his studios to be able to pull well, his in that type of money and, and, and create a safe space for black writers and, and producers to be able to fund their films in a way um, that is comparable to, to white Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's crazy that I hope that we always find ourselves in a, in a way trying to compete with these people. What do you mean compete with these people? Cause it's always like, well, we, we I want to get as much as they got, or I want to, we want to be, able I mean, to we should, should, we should want that. I get it as far as like mm-hmm. equality, but, in my head, it's like we know that we can produce better stuff with less. We we don't it, we know that mm-hmm. we've seen it that we can produce better quality things with less. We're resourceful people, and I you know I get to fight the rat race of of trying to be neck and neck mm-hmm. and feeling disenfranchised. But I don't think it's a more I, of a status thing. I think it's like, hey, I'm doing the same thing this one's doing, but she gets more money than me because she's white. Right. I just want that same money. You get what I'm saying? That's but just, I just that's said all, that. That's all. That's all it is. I know, and I just and I just said, I I recognize that, mm-hmm. and I was speaking on that, wanting that, that craving to want that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, wanting to be to feel fair and to feel equal, and um, having that action behind it. Because if I'm doing the same amount of work, or if I'm doing it better than her, then why is she getting paid more than me? Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. I don't understand the principle behind it. I do, um, but I also feel like some of that focus. Some of that energy 
could be invested in us creating it. Because I, I want to get to the day where it's like, well, while we're focused on trying to catch up to them, we could be investing in our own stuff, mm-hmm. building up to a way we could look back at them and laugh at them because now you're not making nearly as much as we can make. Black people are the the highest spending consumers in America. Mm. So if we were able to put the invest that money back into ourselves that we'd be spending to go and 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 put in other people's communities, we'd have all the Davis sitting on stage saying, you know, I'm gonna be fighting for white women to get as much money as I'm making off these movies. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the time right. we're striving for, but it's unfortunate that we're we're still playing backfield at this point when we know for a fact that we can we can do more. Mm-hmm. With less, we are equipped to do more with less. I think we got it down to a science when it comes to the music industry, but the, the film industry, yeah, one thing at a still, time. And like with sporting, like I'm still waiting. I'm like the whole idea about black athletes. Mm-hmm. Black athletes make up, um, the, but but I will say this though, it started with you know because there was a time in the music industry where artists weren't getting. The, it's, this is the same conversation that these actors are having now, mm-hmm. and they all they fought to get those deals that they got today. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna it's and they're still owned. You're still owned by white companies. You still you're just fighting for more money to be owned by somebody mm-hmm. else. So I think I, I mean I I, think I want to be the highest paid slave. It's going it's going to have to be more than Viola Davis speaking out about this type of stuff. But right. I think a lot of people, a lot of the newer actor actresses, don't want to do that because it's going to be hey. Hollywood it's controversial. is it's controversial, and Hollywood love to blackball you on your ass. They love to blackball anybody. They can blackball anything. Mm. Interesting, so it's, it's, interesting power dynamics. But let me tell you, I think I posted something today. Can't nobody unseat you from where God has placed you. you yes, know? you did. You did so, um, in in regards to like following careers, especially when it comes to the arts, it can be so tricky because people literally make billions of dollars off the backs of people who may never see a million dollars. And um, it's sad um, that we have to fight for our just due and, and understanding how this 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 system works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will forever for I will forever believe it's a hill that I will die on that black people are so blessed. We are a blessed people. No matter okay. how no matter how many times we look through history and we can focus on the the things that make us appear to be cursed cursed. Our testimony is that you can't get rid of us, and we always come out stronger. Exactly, stronger. You can't say that for a lot of other people. The stuff that our that our people have gone through, most will crumble. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so shout out to Viola Davis for we being digress. a soldier out there, like being a soldier. Honey. Keep fighting, yeah. um, and raising your voice and demanding that um, we get our just due, but also at the same time, like. Build up those black writers. Let's make sure that yeah. we're 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 highlighting them, and that you know when it comes time for us to to and we do have Tyler Perry Studios, so yeah. it's like we got the Black Hollywood. Yeah, support. We have yeah. to support these the Black mm-hmm. Film Festivals too. Like that's another that's another part of, it. and I think that's what we're missing. It's like even with politics, we always talk about the presidential election because it's like the pimple, mm-hmm. it's the mountain top of the elections, but we don't focus on what's happening in the valley and what's happening at the base for us to get there, so that we can so that change can actually happen. It's not just about what happens at these these major studio movies and these artists and these actors that are signed to major studio deals. Like mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we're supporting black theater locally. We need to make sure that we're supporting these black art schools. Yep. We need to make sure that we're um, you know, helping and donating to these scholarship programs that allow black kids to take summer school 
or take acting classes or take dance classes or take take these things. So that's where it starts. We have to start at the bottom and build up our foundation so that as they rise, it's there won't be anything to be said because there'll be so many of them right. to choose from. You'll be like, damn, I, I got to figure out which black actress to pick now. <laughs> and not exactly. just rotating the same four because you have so many, mm-hmm. so many talented black men that can dance, so many talented uh, black women and, and a multi-raced uh, people right. who have these same talents and sometimes better. Give them the coin. Give them the coin, honey. Give them the coin. Yeah. It would be nice. I mean, it would be nice to be acknowledged in Hollywood, though. I mean, it's it's something that a lot, I know a lot of actors hope for. Um, yeah, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> but but um, it's it's yeah, it's just it's because I know I, I used to want to be an actor. Like that was one of my things that I wanted to do when I was in high school. Um, didn't have the resources, but. Um, that was one thing I wanted to be in Hollywood. I wanted to go to the Oscars, get an Oscar and all that type of stuff. Like, but mm-hmm. you know, when, once you get there with some people, it's, it's hard to get it because a lot of, um, like you said, a lot of directors aren't hiring, uh, black casts, mm-hmm. um, because the stories that they make, it's not for black not people. Not particularly for black audience. Yeah. It's for the majority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I add a black person that's a main character on it, then I have to do research and 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 because that's that's really what it boils boils down to. Like you got to do research on this character because you just can't have these characters aren't one dimensional. That's one thing right. my screenwriter told my screenwriter teacher told us this uh, semester. As I'm writing a script, I'm actually writing a script for a movie, um, and it's like you, your your characters can't be one dimensional. Like you have to right. really explore. You know, you have to. Develop them, right. essentially. So it's a, it's yeah. yeah. Hmm. It'd be nice though. It just would be nice to be acknowledged. That's all. I, that's this. This is all. All That'll I'm saying. Come. It's coming yeah. more, but I feel like we won't be. We, I'm gonna say that we won't be satisfied, but I think that you know over time, it's we've seen that there have been some progress there, but we still have yeah. a long ways to go. Yeah. Yes, we do. So, so what else is going on out here? You heard about this damn reality, uh, this uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Yeah, I heard there's a new franchise coming out. I saw one of the girls, um, one of the wives, she went live on Instagram the other day. Yeah, and like one of the cast members, uh, Mary Cosby, mm-hmm. she, she's, uh, people are talking about her a lot because she talks about her storyline of, no, it was not a storyline, but the fact that she married her step-grandfather. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like she said that it was in her grandmother's will that she married uh, that one of her granddaughters married her step her her husband her husband to do what no marry I mean like marry to marry like to have a baby or like to just what to what oh just to just, just to take to, care of him just to take care of him and stuff well, like they were Mormon I mean this this is a Mormon cast so. And it's not to disrespect the Mormons out here that might want to listen to this podcast. You know what See, I'm saying? We talked about this earlier. Yeah, right. Because they'd be like, "Oh, you're disrespecting." No, child, <laughs> this is disrespectful. I wish I would. Can you? Well, I mean, whatever works for people, whatever works for you, boo. I wish my child. Child. Culture is something else. You know, yeah. I think about like all the different societies and cultures in the world. I'm just thinking, like, ooh, 
as 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 weird as it is and as as troublesome as it has been, I'm so grateful to just be an American because <laughs> some of this shit just don't make sense. Hold on, so we get a, you we mean get, American? Salt Lake is a. Uh, no, what I'm saying, just being American is because it allows okay. us to 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 engage with so many different types of culture. It was like because there are places in the world where this would be that's the culture. Okay. For every, for every, like everybody's doing the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this is we're Muslim here. We all Muslim, or we're Mormon here. We're okay, I got Muslim. you. You know, yeah. we're Catholic. We're socialists. We're communists. And this is, so in America, it's like there are so many different types of things that we get to kind of look at, and be like, oh, well, that's different. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Well, let me mind my business and do what works for me, because I can't even imagine. Can you imagine? Your grandfather dying and being in his woods, you got to marry your grandmother, his wife. You got to marry your step-grandmother. And it's like, huh? Ooh. <laughs> what? Hell no. To, to the no, no, no. Hell <laughs> to the no. But whatever works for you, boo. You can't even say it's white people shit because this is a black woman. Mm, it's a Mormon thing. Well, Mormon is white people shit. Black folks just got pulled in. You know, I just, we get pulled in everybody's <laughs> we get shit. We get pulled in like everybody's that. shit. Wow, that's crazy. Child. Well, I mean. It's going to grab a lot of people's attention. And this is good for Bravo because, like, we talked about the Real Housewives franchise and how it's like, hmm, on that last little leg now. I don't know. Real Housewives of the Potomac is, is, is. That reunion. Now, Andy Cohen said that they recorded it for 11 hours. I believe it. They so, recorded in Harlem. Oh, 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 they it's recorded in Harlem, child. You already know they fighting. <laughs> oh, God, no, it's going to be good. I'm excited to see what how it turns out. I want, because we haven't seen Candace and Monique address each other in mm. person Whew. since that fight. So I want to know what they're going to, what they're going to be talking about, what's going to happen. I'm going to watch this. Like, I don't, I don't watch Platonic, but being that I only watch certain shows if it's like dramatic, like it has a lot of drama in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be here. I'll be glued, glued boots. Right. <laughs> and I cannot wait for Real Housewives of Atlanta to come on December. I can't be, wait to hear all about it. It's, uh, it's gonna be a good one. So you say? <laughs> I believe it. It'll be something. It'll, it'll be, be something. a sight to see. Yeah. I mean, it won't be Real Housewives of Atomic, but it'll be something. Oh, t- uh, d- <laughs> you're dismissed. Don't don't. don't get <laughs> It'll be don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause don't act like Red Housewives of Atlanta wasn't wasn't holding it down. It was, and then it, and then then it then it wasn't. You don't even know that. I mean, all right, it's gonna be whack. It ain't gonna be whack. It's gonna be whack. Okay, we'll see. I'm telling you, it's gonna be whack. Well, you know what? We well, you know what? Let's let's do a bet. Let's compare ratings. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out the last ratings for Platomic versus Real Housewives of Atlanta by the end of Well, I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. Real Housewives of Atlanta is a more popular show than than Potomac. I'm talking about it's gonna be whack compared to where it's been. Where Real Housewives of Atlanta has been, it's gonna be whack. Mm. I'm not really I like Potomac. I wasn't really into Potomac until um until like maybe last season. I wasn't in Potomac until that fight. I was like, oh shit. They I'm like, oh, now? they not know when <laughs> When uh, Candace and Ashley got into it and she had that knife, and I was like, oh, shit, this is. Who had that knife? See, exactly. She'd be missing all the good stuff. There was a knife drawn. Candace had a, said that? Candace had a knife. She was arguing so with I, Ashley, and see, they pulled her away from her. I know we're not talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just cannot wait to see the hypocrisies come out in this oh re- reunion. I, I'm here for it. I'm going to watch it. You should watch it, too, and we'll react on it. Here we go. Here we go.
And now... We're in the doll talk section of the show. I have a topic. I'm going to talk about Halsey, the uh, singer Halsey. She talked about um, essentially changing her changing her name, mm-hmm. and originally her name was Ashley, and she wanted to change her name because she felt like you know I had to become somebody completely different, mm-hmm. you know, to be who I am you know, today. And she re- she recently spoke to the cosmopolitan uh, t- cosmopolitan where she explained the cosmopolitan the cosmopolitan gathered you. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, one of the quotes mm-hmm. that, that stood out to me was when she said that um, when she said in quotes, changing my name gave me the opportunity to create a persona that wasn't bound by my expectations that I had uh, for myself or the limitations that others placed on me because of my upbringing or uh, socioeconomic situation. Mm-hmm. I identify with that quote because I feel that well, I don't identify with it, but I agree because I felt like, to be honest, you know, I was named after my father. This is, you know, Darren, Darren mm-hmm. Green or whatever. You know, but I, as I got old, as I get older, I sort of realized, I'm like, I really did not, I did not like my name. I did not enjoy my name. And I and I feel bad for saying that because, mm-hmm. like, this is the name that my parents gave me. Hopefully my mom ain't listening right now because she is on her little uh, <laughs> week break. Ooh. Um, But, like, it was, I, I felt like, and it's not because I didn't like the, man. I did thought Darren was a little bland, but like, it's also because, you know, I was named after somebody. So I felt like, like the whole thing where she says like expectations, like there's, there's, there's mm-hmm. certain expectations that have to be withhold now that you're named after this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you can't be your own person. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would never, if I had a child, I would your, never. Cause it's not your name. Yeah. You, you felt that it wasn't your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got you. I understand. That. I mean, I wouldn't change it because I remember I asked my parents what I, what I asked my mom. I asked my dad. I was like, "How would you feel if I ever changed my name?" She's like, "I'll be offended." I'm like, "Okay." Hmm. <laughs> your mom would well because she gave you that name. Well, legally yeah. changing it, of course, but like, but it's your name to change. If you want to change it, you can do. It. I mean, I thought about that um, mm-hmm. at one point where I had my the association of my name with my father because of our relationship. I didn't want it anymore. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want my name to be like his. I'm nothing like this man, even though I'm more like him than I than I <laughs> care to to acknowledge. But um, there is something powerful about being able to name yourself. Mm-hmm. I think when we talked about this earlier today, um, you were like, you thought I would be able to relate because I have an alternate name or because you, you I have a stage name, you know, mm-hmm. Prince Derek Doll or whatever. Um, that that has is more my creative house. It allows mm-hmm. me to um, to play around with things without anything being considered permanent or sticking to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, the folks jumped on, jumped on this live child. Okay, right. um, <laughs> but understanding what my name means because I'm I'll say this: I am completely in love with mm-hmm. my name. Um, me understanding what Alonzo Sebastian Blaylock means. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my name. I think I spoke about that on my show, you know, a few years ago. Um, but there is an expectation that comes with, um, with when, what your name means, and if you're native to somebody, and, and homage to them. Um, but the reality is, any limitation that you have or that you perceive, mm-hmm. 
is your choice. Boundaries or limitations for yourself are your choice. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Whether you change your name, whether you change the or push the 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 pushback on those expectations is a choice that you yourself get to make. Mm-hmm. No matter what your name is, you could change your name to Billy Bob, but if you still hold yourself to the same expectation of when your name was Charles, you're gonna still act like a Charles. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um but as far and giving her the opportunity to create a new persona. That- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. That's the part when I saw that and I was like, a new persona? Like, I don't know. Dealing with different personalities. Like, do people have these personalities? My personality disorder, honey. Well, I was like, well, (laughs) is it a disorder, though? I do believe that there are different versions of people. Everybody, I feel like everybody has, like, their alter ego. Yeah. Or where they are, like, you have inhibitions and you act a certain way because it's socially acceptable or you don't want to, you know, go against the grain. And you think about, you take in everything around you. I feel like people have their external self mm-hmm. and their internal self. And I think that what Halsey was able to do was she created a shelter for her internal, her internal self to be able to, to flourish and grow yeah. despite her external, which is kind of like, I, like I said earlier, I feel like Derek dolls like that for me. Like, but then again, as Alonzo, I've always kind of like done whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, but it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting that, that I thought she it was an interesting kind of conversation because I when I when I read her quotes, she said uh, she said a lot more, but it's just that part that really grabbed my attention because I was like, oh wow, because I was I was always thinking about this in my mind, and I was like, I wonder how I'm gonna deliver this on the podcast. I was like, you know, because I felt like I'm grateful of the name that I was given, but it's just you know sometimes it's just I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm Darren. Like I also felt like it was like bland, like I like making like. Figuring out what this show is going to be, mm-hmm. like I didn't want my name on it at first because I was like I felt like it, the name wasn't as it's not like an Anderson Cooper or it's not like a you know what I'm saying like a name that rings like a Wendy Williams or you know it's that's a, and you know what that that's or maybe to, it's just a me thing that speaks to your perception of yourself and what you associate with your name mm-hmm. because I don't know any other Darren Greens but. Um, the Darren Green show has a ring to me. Like if I if I hear it, I know I recognize. Oh, the last name is definitely uh, brandable. Well, what I'm saying is like, like I was saying earlier about the limitations mm-hmm. that we place on ourselves. It's it's your perception. It's my perception, and you yeah. get to you get to remove that at any point that you that you choose to. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of about changing your names and about you know perceptions and stuff, I think this is a great time for me to put my. Plug. But I just wanted to say before, because I don't want people to think I'm hopeless, honey. I done, I, I done accepted with this, I done accepted this name, and now it's the Darren Green show. 
Well, we know that. We know it. <laughs> I mean, if the if the name of your show was thematically changed, then we would have a question. But we know yeah. that you've accepted it. Right. You stuck with the Darren Green show now. I'm stuck with it. It ain't changing. It ain't changing. Um, because you said what you said. I said what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, about transformation and about being able to uh, open yourself up to to different possibilities and and really loving yourself fully, it requires work for some people. Mm-hmm. And I know that Halsey's background. And her battles with, you know, emotional um, stress and disorders and things like that, like, it requires a lot of work to make the decision to be happy, to own yourself, owning your identity, whether it starts with owning your name, owning how you look, you know, owning your weight, owning your height, owning, you know. Your appearance. Your like all the things, owning where you're from, owning, you know, your socioeconomic situation, like all those things that make you you, like it takes a conscious decision to take ownership of that. Right. And I think I'll probably be speaking more on that. Um, those of you who do follow me on Instagram, I was um, invited to be a guest speaker at the New Me, New You oh, good plug. Summit. Um, and that's going to be on Saturday, November 21st. I'm going to be speaking at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is on Instagram for you to register for the summit. It starts at like 10 o'clock that morning and like ends at 8 or something like that. You're going to have different speakers throughout the day. And mm-hmm. we're all going to be sharing different experiences. But I'm specifically going to be talking about uh, my experience, um, my experience being in and leaving or removing myself from a domestic violent relationship. And... Um, how over the past five years uh, in that time I've implemented like these five A's of transformation um, to kind of like bring myself into a place of healing and not just from that relationship, but looking at a lot of different choices and situations in my life where I felt hopeless or where I felt like things were happening to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any control Um, and just being able to transform myself and being, you know, in a place like Halsey and just owning everything and like, being able to be so for those of you who would like to tune in i would love for you to join me on saturday next saturday and i'll probably remind you again on the show next friday um but yeah the register for that the link will be on the page um because yes. now we don't we, this is our oprah moment like we're not just gonna entertain you honey uh, okay we're going to educate you and we're going to enlighten you and we're going Harry. to lift you up and motivate you and give you the things give you the things that you need but yeah, so how old were you when you realized you didn't like your name? We'll go back to that because I want to know. How old was I? I think I was in. I always felt weird saying it. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone called me Nicholas. First of all, my family calls me Nicholas. That's my middle name. Hmm. So I w- identify with that. But when I went to school, people called me Darren. And I noticed when, sometimes when I say it, I just say it in cringe almost. Like I, I cringe when I say it sometimes. And I really, it is really not a bad name. I mean, like. I don't know. I mean, some people that complain, like for example, like uh, the girl to play Crazy Eyes. I forgot her name, but it's some it's a, a, her a, African name. Yeah, she didn't like it, but I'm like, it's so unique. Like I'm into mm-hmm. like unique names. Go, yeah, go with yeah. Ingazi or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I something. can't remember her name. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh snap! What happened? It's like Azub. Uh, hold on, let me say. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to butcher it. I'm like, hey Siri. <laughs> Um. Oh, hey Siri. I saw that th- she did a um. She she spoke about it before. Mm-hmm. She did a um a TED talk. 
Mm-hmm. I was watching about her. Oh yeah, Ozo, uh, Uzo Aduba. Uzo Aduba. Yeah, exactly. Um, about where her mom said about if they can say, you know, Shevkowski and all these other mm-hmm. Russian and German names, and they can say your name. They can say your name. And it reminded me of one of my frat brothers. Oh, he doesn't mind me saying his name. But when I was in college, um, there was this boy I knew. His name was Chad. Mm-hmm. And we ended up pledging together. We ended up pledging Alpha together. And we he, we had to learn his real name. And his name is uh, Inke Chikuyim. I'm not going to say his middle name. Okay. Um, Onyenwa. And we had to learn how to spell it, how to say it. Uh-huh. And I remember asking, like, well, if this is your name, this is your name, why do they call you Chad? Make it simpler. And he told me the story of that when he was in kindergarten, when he started school. A teacher was having trouble saying his name, and just they just changed it. So we're gonna call you Chad, and it just stuck. A teacher, damn baby, my mama would have been. Oh hell no! Nah. My mama would have flipped that school up, okay, side down. People used to call me um, Daryl too. Like I'm like, do y'all not hear the end? I'm saying Darren. Like, right. but he owns his name, and I I'm, I admired mm-hmm. him because even at that time, like people called me by my first name. Um, you know now, like especially professionally and. Um, I can always tell when people met me mm-hmm. based off of what they call me. Like how long I yeah, can tell how I long. met you. I met you when you were Derek. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. you met me. You met me on set. I was yeah. I was booked to do a photo shoot. So yeah. you knew me as as the performer. Or as that's why when I started hanging around when you hang around you, people was like Alonzo, Alonzo. I'm like, oh well. And those were my I was friends. Like, well, dang, should I be saying it too? Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, those are my friends who knew mm-hmm. me in a, in a different capacity. In a different capacity. Yeah. And. Um, you know, I, I was called by my middle name, too. Me and my dad have the same name. We have the same first and middle name. Okay. And um, he was Alonzo growing up, or Zoe. Alonzo. And I was Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And that's how they knew us apart. And then I got to maybe like fifth or sixth grade, and I went to this school in Minden, Louisiana. And people started making fun of me. Because of that name? Mm-hmm. I was like, my middle name is French. Like, I, I felt, spe- I felt right, special okay. about my name. My name is Alonso <laughs> Sebastian Blaylock, okay? And um, it's a very powerful name. My last mm. name got a powerful K at the end. Okay. Um, but they started calling me Tabasco, um, Sebastard, all kinds of things. Oh, my goodness. To the point where I stopped that it made me not like my name. Looking back, I can't believe I allowed other kids mm-hmm. who, had, who had some really I won't call it ghetto. I'm gonna call. They had really creative right. names, but it kind of defined you. I felt like my name was so common that it just I never went through that. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm Darren. Well, and like I said, I just felt like to me, it's not. I have an issue with the name. It's just the fact that I'm just named after someone, and it's like you want your own name. I want yeah. That's that's just oh. yeah. And I and I hate it when people used to be like, oh my god, you're just like your dad. Or you're just like your mom. And I'm like, nah, well, no, nah, I'm like parts. I'm like me. <laughs> and who are you, Darren? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what would you? Oh, so so even in get tapping into that, like, what was your almost name? Well, my mom was just gonna name Nicholas because um, I th- uh, I think she she named me after the uh, Nicholas off of Young and the Restless, but she said there was another Nicholas that she knew hmm. that um she wanted to name me. She wanted to name me Nicholas Ryan. Oh, the oh, okay, that would be like okay, that would been cute. That would have been a cute. Ooh, the Nicholas Green Nicholas Show. Front, right, the Nicholas Green Show. Mm. It still sounds the same. It has the same ring to it. Darren is a stronger um, a stronger consonant than an N, though. N's are soft. 
Nicholas Green. The Nicholas Green. Darren Green. See how forceful it is? The Darren Green show. Yeah. Mm. See, I think about phonetics. I think about that. But I think it's also make it, it also makes the show seem more serious, like the Darren Green show. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm about to talk about politics or nothing. No, mm-hmm. I'm talking about shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be more I wanted to be more playful. Um Yeah. But well, my almost you know, you get what be, you got, you get what you got and you live with it. Okay. My almost name was Jonathan Christopher. My mm. mom was gonna name me Jonathan Christopher. But the thing was my dad wanted me to be a junior. So that would have been like his whole the whole name. I would have been Darren Keith Green, but my but they compromised. Ooh, and you know what the gag is about mm-hmm. that? We both were named after our fathers. Mm-hmm. They probably thought they were gonna have like juniors and thought they were gonna be like thirds and shit. <laughs> but the gag is <laughs> now <laughs> what <laughs> not the third Ooh. Oh boy. Who that blessed my soul just now? I don't know. I still man. Well, I mean, he. he I mean, that kind of ended that turn when he when I'm I'm not a junior, so it would it would have been impossible. Anyway. My father still calls me junior. I was never called junior. Yeah, yeah. It was it was always it was. They always called me Nicholas. I'm like, y'all might as well just had named me that anyway. If my mom had named me a junior, <laughs> my initials would have been ASS. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'd have been Ass Junior. Oh my god. Yeah. My mom knew she was doing smart lady. <laughs> but yeah, so for all of you listening out there, listen, if you like your name, keep it. Yeah. If you don't relate to it, change everything about your life, really. You have you a can choice. edit. You can you have a choice. You child, we can edit our bodies. We your can whole our life is Photoshop and audition. You can change Ooh. how it looks and how it sounds based on what you need your reality to be. We're here for all of it. And this has been another episode of Doll Talk. <laughs> Yes, so what you yes. got going on for the weekend? What, what are you heading into? I'm going home because uh, many reasons. I, w- I have been home since the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, I don't usually do that. Like I'm <laughs> I'm here like I is usually like the fourth weekend. I'm going home. But now I'm like, let me stay. And that's what I did. But also I want to conserve some of my um, my uh, meal plan money because that's <laughs> Heard, heard that. Heard that, honey, because I'm like, oh, it ran yeah. out. Y'all don't get enough for the whole semester. It didn't. It didn't run out. But see, the thing about it is, though, being that we had, we have the Voldra cafeteria, which is basically like the the buffet style. You mm-hmm. go in at seven dollars. I relied on that. Okay. I had, you know, I, and I stayed with thousands of dollars. You get what I'm saying? After the semester, but being that, do they give y'all the money back? No, don't give us the money back. Being that we only have G Sub, which is the restaurant that you go to that's on the second floor of this building, mm-hmm. it's more expensive, right? And it's not oh, the, the cafeteria is not open. The cafeteria is not open. Oh, got it. Got and you. we have the all inclusive, like the all flex. Got it. Yeah. So it's not swipes. It's all flex. So whatever, how much it is, that's, that's how, how much you're paying. Cost. I mean, I, I paid almost $30. When Child, you in college. You can't get food stamps. Get food stamps. Well, yeah, I try to get, try to get the damn unemployment, but that shit ain't working out. It's not. I thought you said they approved you and gave you. They the, approved me, but the money ain't come in. Are you still claiming? I exactly. Ain't, I ain't certified this week. So how you complain about you not getting paid? You have to. You have to do your part. Your part is reporting. They're not gonna pay you just because you file for it and you got approved for it. You're not gonna get it every week. That's not how it works. You have to certify in order for them to to pay you. You have to do it every week. Okay. I'm right. I'm right. He be talking to me like a damn parent sometimes. I'm like, all right, all right now. No, not a parent. That's a big brother. 
Just trying to make sure you're doing, that you're doing <laughs> shit right, but doing stuff that makes sense. Child, speaking of, I need to turn I had a certified for right. mine. Okay, you better my go ahead. Coin. I need my little. Um, Your little quaint. A little bit. Especially <laughs> since I was supposed to be in Miami this weekend. Mm. <sighs> but I guess I'll I go in December. It's going to be 85 degrees this weekend. 85, 86. It's going to be so pretty out there. Ooh. I was so excited. Ooh, that Corona's hot and bothered, honey. The who was that? <laughs> Right, child, I be ducking. Corona you know, Corona everywhere. gonna be like, "Hey, baby, come on, come on." I over. duck Corona everywhere. <laughs> no. I'm a fan of Heineken. Not look him. Right, came through the game on some modeling shit. Right. <laughs> oh my, my god. My favorite thing to do now, though, when I take public transportation, is to clear my throat. I know it's a bad thing to do, <clears> but <throat> right. I be looking at folks; they get too close. <clears throat> <clears throat> right. Yes. Yeah, right. Back it on up. Back it up. I need my six feet, six to ten feet, please. <laughs> six to ten, and don't you cough in my presence, because I'll be like, I call the cops. Because right, a biological warfare, <laughs> absolutely not. But it's crazy because this time of year, like I was saying um, yesterday, like end up sleeping with the window open, and my throat was—I woke up my throat sore. I was like, Lord Jesus, yes, this be, is the worst because it was hot. It's hot. They stuck, they turned on the heat in my dorm. I'm like, why do y'all do that, Miss Mamas? I can't take it, but. I can be waking up with sore throats and my my sinuses all dry. The first thing I'm thinking, Lord, I right. got Corona. <laughs> be a hypochondriac. Oh no, I'm like, I got eyes puffy, crust like oh lord. Oh my god, I can't breathe. Right, I can't breathe. What's going on? Yeah, but yeah, but y'all stay safe out there. Keep your throat next warmed uh, up, up. Keep it cute, real cute. Oh, for those of you out there on Facebook land, y'all see my shirt? What's up, Facebook? Hey y'all! Hey, hold on! Oh, not my mom comment. Hold yes. on! Yes. Oh, your mom's name is Nicole. Yeah. So your name after your mom and your dad. Okay, that changes the game. That is too cute. She was like, "Yes, nope. Try. I tried to. Oh yeah. Oh, she was. She was. Oh, she was listening. Named after <laughs> both of them. Okay. Oh my. Wait. Okay. So that. See, you ain't say that. That changes everything. You're not, you're named after both of your parents. How cool is that? Well, they didn't. I don't think they was thinking about it like that. You don't know what your mom was thinking. Her name is Nicole. You don't think her naming you Nicholas has anything to do with her name? She's gonna name you Nicholas Ryan. She was naming you after her. Well, we'll see. Because when that we had this conversation so after cute. the show, <laughs> that's like if my mom would have named me like Alonzo Sherrod. My mm-hmm. mom's name is Sharon or something like that. Like if she would have named me something like that, it's like, like a boy. It's like a, a boy version of her name or, yeah. or Sharon or Alonzo Sharon or something like that. That's cute. Oh. You should love your name. You're named after your parents. I, I, I just told you I embraced it. Uh, but if you anybody else, any other parents out there for the future, like give your kids their own name. I think you should name kids until they five anyway. If I had kids, I, they would have names. But hey, you. Boy and girl. Just like on them. <laughs> hey, boy. boy. And let them choose their name. They're going to choose some weird, crazy name. Hey, whatever you identify as. <laughs> Ain't that what we're doing? What do you want to name what yourself, son? As long as I can spell it. <laughs> you know, no. There's probably some parents like that though. Mm. They call them free range parents. You name like free range chicken. Mm. Actually, no. But I really would. I would. I would probably. I, never, I would give a te- like a temporary yeah. or like a. I would nickname my child. But as I thought about it even more, like as you know, if I was to ever do that, like a naming ceremony, I can't even. First of all, I can't even come up with names on The Sims. Like I'm so indecisive. I'm like, well, shit. What? I can't. I couldn't do it for myself. I'm like, well, shit. What if I come up with something I don't even like it no more in 10 years? <laughs> change it. You'd be like, I'm going to change it again. Name. <laughs> wow. We're going to do something else. We're, we're going to do something else. We're moving in a different direction. You know, I don't like Paul no more. Paul, it's just so sh- <laughs> Paul. I don't like that. Child, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, 
love yourselves and love each other. Right. I think that's from Jerry. I think I stole it from Jerry Springer. Not, not Jerry. Not, not. Is this what this podcast has become? Not yet. I, ain't, I haven't <laughs> thrown the chair at you yet. So. Oh well, we haven't got to that episode. We ain't got the. We, <laughs> we don't know. By the hundredth episode, we may get there, child. I ain't gonna rule nothing out. Well, child, when the strippers be, coming? Well, you. My birthday is in April. We have people watching now. <laughs> All the more reason for us to bring in the strippers. Child, uh, uh-uh, uh, well, y'all gonna be throwing for the OnlyFans for the OnlyFans content. <laughs> So tune be. in. Right. Five ninety nine a month. Yeah, say that little six dollars. Be prepared. Ooh, we uh-uh. need it. <laughs> I want all your coins and all the things. All of the things. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time. Oh, no. Not before we get out of here, because I had started something and you stopped me. I was telling about my sweatshirt. Do you like my sweatshirt, Dan? Yeah. It says live unapologetically. It's one of the um one of the rules slash codes tips of a hidden lifestyle oh. and um it's brought to you by the hidden's got to life hold on oh. you see that, you see that? yeah you see it? it's, it's clear you all can get you a sweatshirt too with a lot of other cool sayings at um the heathens com. and um shout out to the heathens got to life podcast for supporting us as well um so yeah that's a nice little plug so get y'all one of these shirts Hey, brand ambassador. You know, I try to do what I can do. I support people who support me. Exactly. Oh, hello. Bam. Boom. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. <laughs> Bye. If you like what you heard, please don't hesitate to hit that subscribe button and give us a five star rating. As always, enjoy the convo. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.